is Clayton Howe's Entertainment X. For this episode, I chat with Jessica Darrow, and we cover a little bit of everything from entertainment dreams to what keeps her moving forward, and of course, Encanto, and so much more. So I hope you enjoy this part one with Jessica Darrow. We're back. I'm Clayton Howe, and today with me on Zoom is Jessica Darrow. Jessica, thank you for joining me today. Yay! I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Before we jump into Disney, <laughs> let's take it back to the beginning of time for Jessica. What were your entertainment dreams growing up? Mm, gosh, my entertainment dreams uh, were, well, of course, I obviously wanted to be a fashion model when I was little. Um, that was the first thing I wanted. Um, I was like, uh, well, if I can't be a model, then my plan B is to be an actor. <laughs> okay, okay. So I guess I'm doing plan B. <laughs> um, no, but I actually, you know, there was actually a, a large portion of my younger life when I wanted to be an author. And I actually uh, grew up writing a lot of stories. I did a lot of creative writing. My English teacher in elementary school was really influential to me. And I would often write uh, these like assignments, class assignments, I would like write these stories so that I would be able to perform them in front of the class. Okay. <laughs> and I would like ask to do that. And I don't know, that kind of just started um, uh, influencing where I wanted to go. And I just, I've just always known that I've, I've wanted to tell stories in a large capacity. And that kind of shifted into, you know, me obviously getting into performing. I went to a performing arts middle school and um, I played Captain Hook in uh, Peter Pan, and I think that was kind of monumental for me. <laughs> From that point on, I was like, uh, yeah, I have to do this. I just, um, I love it. I love telling stories through um, any lens that, uh, like, that fits me, suits me, what, what I'm the most authentic doing, especially if it's something important. Um, it is, uh, I'd say that's, I mean, that it is my entertainment dreams have now turned into this obviously more sophisticated version. But when I was younger, I've kind of always felt that um, need to tell stories. What uh, are you still, are you writing still? You know, uh, she'd be pushing. Okay. 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 Uh, she'd be trying, but um, I, uh, I do, I write uh, here and there, you know, just like little, like, um, sketches and stuff I honestly I write a lot of like poetry and getting more into songwriting but you know I actually have I've stopped doing more like um uh like creative writing I want to do more scripts actually because I'm trying to you know I'm trying to have my own production company here I want to just like make all kinds of work but one thing at a time I feel like I'm trying to do a million things at once right now I love that though. I mean, come on, like, why not? Life is short. Let's just do it all. Why not? Life is short. I uh, mean, listen, if I'm blessed to be able to have the time to like sit down and write, like, God, that maybe that'll be my like next thing. I definitely want to get into it more. Amen to that. Amen to that. Has it felt like a natural progression for you thus far with entertainment and performing or has it been a, a dirge at some points? <laughs> Bro, I mean, it's it's always a dirge. Like it's always it's, it ebbs and flows. You know, sure, sure. I'm I I literally auditioned for this part right before the pandemic hit, and uh, found out you know that I had a callback months in when I kind of 
you know, there's a point where we all had to, especially us as artists, we had to let go of, of this dream. We had no idea we'd be able to create art in the same way ever again, if make it at all. Even. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'd, I'd say this, this whole experience um, recording during a pandemic um, has really taught me uh, how lucky I am to have the journey that has played out. You know, I've judged it a lot and I have, I have grappled with it and I have uh, made myself feel so bad for not having enough. Um, but it actually will always unravel itself uh, when it's supposed to. And I, um, you know, like Louisa, I'd be feeling the pressure, but I, um, I just got to tell myself, you know what, listen, this is, this is how it's supposed to go. You just got to keep going. And um, I've really tried to stay with myself throughout this whole process. And um, yeah, I'm kind of zooming in on my whole journey, but you know, it's obviously been, uh, had its ups and downs, but it's been a great one. I catered, I freaking, I did all that. <laughs> graduated from acting school sure sure you know you know how that goes performing art school jeez called acting college how you how do you stay the course are you do you you meditate or do you you have like daily mantras or rituals or anything you're doing like a text you refer to or Mm, you know i try to meditate a lot more um i do a lot of therapy that's that's actually really helpful sure um yeah, but you know it's it's hard to maintain the um, mental resilience to to do this. And I'd say one thing that definitely keeps me grounded is creating like morning patterns, morning routines. Mm. I'm definitely a patterns person. I love to wake up, have my green tea in the morning, do some journaling. Um, I like to be active in some way, whether it's just like walking in circles in the park <laughs> by me. Huh. Or, um, you know, doing some weird YouTube workout. That's kind of my thing. I love YouTube workouts. It's, uh, sure. Yeah, it's my go-to. Are you, are you, <laughs> and I also, I'm sorry, no, what? No, please. What else? What else? I was going to say there's, um, uh, this book, uh, called The Four Agreements. Yeah. And I actually listened to the love prayer at the end of it. I have it on an audio book and I actually enjoy uh, when I feel like very anxious or I'm just like, you know what? You need to chill out. I'll just sit down on a yoga mat and listen to that one. It's pretty good. I love that. Yeah. Do you do you have prompts in your journal or is it whatever comes to mind? It's just writing. Mm-hmm. It's really just free writing. Great. Yeah. It's just like what I wake up and think. Sometimes I try to jot down my dreams. If I got something stirring up in my brain, something weird that just happened. Sure. Cause sure. you know, it's like, they always say that first hour that you have in the morning is so vital. It dictates the rest of your day. So I try my hardest not to go on my phone and just like, boom, go to my journal, write down whatever, like memories last in my brain. That's tough. Cause the, it's, it's right really there. hard. Is your phone right next to your bed? Like that's, I always reach for mine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Me too. You know, you got to reach for it and then you go. "Ah, Right. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. You got to do it, but it's possible. What, what, what have your parents taught you about kindness? Mm, Hmm. My, my parents are some of the kindest people I know they are the kindest. Um, well, lucky I got kind parents. What if I didn't? You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> what do they teach me about kindness? Um, 
No, they uh, they taught me. Gosh, they've they taught me what it means to have unconditional love and therefore empathy um, in an unconditional way. Uh, they really are my biggest support system and really, um, you know, it's, it's, it's rare to have parents that, um, just unabashedly support your dreams. You know, they, uh, they aren't necessarily, um, a super artistic people themselves. Um, uh, you know, just had very, uh, chill blue collar jobs and they very much, uh, I think found it inspiring that this, the creative side of my personality, kind of like made me um, different and more like curious about life. And I think that that kind of inspired them. And they've, they've always told me that they think what I do is really cool. So it's like, I don't know, just their, I've, I've, their love is just so amazing and unconditional. And it's taught me how to kind of like try my hardest to proceed the same way I try my hardest to assume goodwill and know you know as a human race we are all here to just achieve happiness and try our hardest to take others into consideration during the process and um, I think through their just like true undying support it's it's made me realize um, the weight of of what that feeling is of, of love. And you can even feel that in a casual way, I think, um, if you kind of walk around with that, like emanating from you, you know, like, sorry, we're getting deep here. <laughs> no, that's exactly but, um, what we want to hear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's like, um, yeah, they really, they're, they're amazing people. And um, honestly, I feel like I've learned more about kindness uh, from them as I have, come to know them as an adult myself, you know, we're like peers now and mm. the, the humanity in them uh, comes out in such interesting ways. And I see why I am the way that I am. And it just, it makes me kinder to them and mm. it makes me want to be kinder to other people. You know, it's like, we think our parents and, and anyone who's older than us as children, they're here to serve us. You know, that's like, that's, it's a, a transactional function. Like, what right. do you give me so that I can do this? but there's actually so much more involved and I just have this great appreciation for them and all that they've sacrificed. So I try to walk around with that same, you know, knowing appreciation in the back of my mind that that must exist in some capacity for everyone else. You know, it obviously mm -hmm. can't be to the extent of your parents, but like you got to have that like patience and kindness. Mm. Yeah. Especially in New York. You feel me? Goodness, it's a, it's a practice. <laughs> that is hard. He tests us all right. It's a practice for sure. Uh, well, you brought up a good point too about, you know, the going around with kindness, that energy, having that energy. And it's so, you can feel it. I mean, you could walk down the street and if you're like paying attention to actually what's around you, you can feel, I think, I think anyone can, can feel it. It's just whether or not you tap into it or pay attention to it. Yeah. But it is. Are you in New York? Yeah. 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 You know, like. You have to either choose to walk with this vibe or like, I mean, I spend a lot of time in New York walking around with this, like, uh, like you have to just be on and like be ready for anyone to like come at you. And, and sometimes, you know, they still be like that, right? Right. I don't know about you, but that, that's how I feel. But, you know, but there has to be a balance. And 
I don't know. It's just, uh, God, it, it, it pays more, be more easygoing. God, like life's too short. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. And it's, yeah, yes, yes, it is. Uh, do you have, or, or have you had, uh, mentors? Are there any standout lessons that you've learned from any mentors? Hmm. I've had uh, so many great mentors in my life. Uh, you know, I'd say, um, Kevin Kittle, my acting teacher, my first year acting teacher from Rutgers, um, was just, God, I mean, he, he taught me the basics of Meisner. So, you know, that stuff just sits with you and like, you like learn how to be a human being when, when you learn Meisner. Um, yeah. And for, for, uh, those of you people who don't know the Meisner technique, it's a, it's like an acting method. Um, but uh, yeah, a way to approach a character. And it really is just, I mean, it's truth. It's come, it's how to come from an honest place. And um, he really taught me, you know, he, he just, I feel like he taught me how to be brave. He challenged all of us in, in my acting company to um, put ourselves out there, but to also really like, question ourselves like is this something that does genuinely come from me and to not not judge it in a negative way but to just try to always operate from a place of you know um of instinct and what comes to us naturally and I I just never you know we think that we we always live through life uh, we go through life instinctually right as a kid but I never really realized how how vital it is to being present until that year of college. Um, I just, you know, the concept of like what it means to like be instinctual and to be in the moment as opposed to like calculated and like, how can everything that I do make this next moment better as opposed to like, how can I make this moment better now? And, you know, I think he, he was just the first person who ever brought that like theory into my life. And it's changed me ever since. I'd say him and my um, my first voice teacher, uh, Damaris Lopez Canales. She was like a mother figure to me, and also just like I mean, was my first vocal coach. She taught me how to belt in a healthy way because my little thirteen-year-old ass was like ah! like screaming at the top of my lungs. You know, you know what it's like when you're like, you're younger, everything is just like, cause you sing too, right? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yes. You might, you're like, oh yeah, baby. No, you no, know? no. But and I like yeah. when you're, I know you, you know, when you see like these kids that are so like, ah, oh, like confident and they're like, ah, like belting at the top of their lungs. And it's like, bro, come on. You got to learn some uh, support here. Cause you're going to ruin that. And that was totally me just like chip on my shoulder. And she really brought me down to earth uh in the most amazing way and honestly was like you know I told her stuff that I like couldn't tell my mom I mean not not a crazy way mom is gonna hear this and she's gonna be like what the hell bro (laughs) um (laughs) no but like you know she she would help me with like friend like drama too she was just she was just awesome and really uh yeah I she taught me what it meant to also be a, a freaking proud Latino woman in all of this because I would often judge myself for the way I looked and parts that I wouldn't get because 
I just didn't fit the type. And she just, she had the most confidence herself as a Latino woman from New York, making it in Miami, you know, mm. just like, she always knew, she's like, dude, like, this isn't, that's not you. And don't you ever like judge yourself for that. You are actually going to be so amazing one day and, and have all of the things that you could have ever desired just as you are. And um, yeah, she really instilled that confidence in me too, I'd say. And she was from New York and I ended up living in New York, which I think is crazy. She oh, and she kind of talks like this. She has a little bit of an accent. I love the news. We love an accent. <laughs> that you know what? Yeah. That's some of the most important important life lessons right there. When someone can see something that you have yet to see in yourself, and they can pull that out of you. And I was very lucky to be you know told that as a child because we often can get sucked up and like God, I'm just I'm never going to be good enough. And um, yeah, yeah, I yeah. was very lucky. Yeah, that's and in your point to the to the your acting coach teacher the I feel like some of the most vulnerable people are some of the strongest people, <laughs> just mm. to 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 str- strength you know emotionally uh, you know literate <laughs> to process emotions yeah. properly you know I find that some of the most vulnerable individuals are yeah the strongest you know it's oh I mean you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable in order to like actually feel the weight of the thing that you're processing right yeah is there... i mean it's a constant struggle <laughs> it's, it's a journey for sure is there a yeah. particular role that taught you uh, the most about yourself or a significant amount about yourself mm, gosh you know i've been i've been in a lot of musicals in my childhood um, I played a lot of like 40 year old women, um, like kind of been LARPing as a 40 year old my whole life. Lexi can actually tell you that, like literally the songs that I did at Young Arts, like about being like a mother who's been through it all. And I got to take care of the baby and my husband doesn't appreciate me. Like that's always been like the people I look up to. Right. That, um, because I knew that I could do it well. Sure. Um, I just, I always sought out those roles and they felt, you know, the most fulfilling to me. There's, there's an aspect of me that clearly identifies with these women. And um, I mean, I'd say <laughs> I, when I played, I played, I played Mama Rose and Gypsy. Okay. Yes, you I did. did. Yes, I did yes, at the did. very inappropriate age of 18. Okay. And <laughs> you can't have a laugh. Right now, you picturing me going, <laughs> that is insane, but yeah. I did it. And I'd say that, um, I mean, as far as like experience, like teaching me like what I could do, what I had the capacity to do, I was like, after I did that role, <laughs> and honestly, after I played The Witch and Into the Woods, that was the hardest thing I've ever done, but one of the most fulfilling. Why? Because I was like, okay, I can do all of this. Because it, you, she just goes through so much. Yeah. Like emotionally and goes through a physical transformation and the singing is strenuous and it's Sondheim and it's like, and the rapping. I, I, that was the first time I was like, whoa, like I could actually do it all if I like really like b- believe this shit and push myself. And um, yeah. yeah, I mean, also 
so it's just such an amazing piece of work that what just the meaning behind the show is just so beautiful there's so many stories and messages within it um mm. that you know i i never thought i'd ever get the chance to live out and um yeah god i'm, I'm sorry i don't even have like a one answer i i feel like i take something significant away with me um from like so many of these parts but god especially these musical theater roles because they're kind of like you know it, they really transformed me as a kid because I got to completely give over to this person's mentality. Like that's, that's mm. what we love to do as actors. But it was, it was my first experience, like, you know, storytelling in that way. Like, okay, what if I actually um, try to empathize my hardest, even though I haven't had the experience myself, like what comes out of that? You've been listening to Entertainment X, the podcast. You can follow Entertainment X on Instagram at underscore Entertainment X underscore. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join Clay next week for another curiosity conversation on Entertainment X. Thank you for listening.